0: On our podcast, we'll share our rich 35 years of experience in designing strategies, share clients' experiences, and introduce resources that have positively impacted our clients. We trust that you will enjoy our direct, transparent, and realistic approach to positively impacting the quality of you and your family's lives. Now, on to the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to another Opus Private Client Well-Style podcast. My name is Yvonne Watanabe. I will be your host. Uh, on today is a great guest and friend of the show, uh, Joe McGrath, uh, Manager of Business Development over at Gradfin. What's going on, Joe? How are you, man?
2: Hey, Yvonne. How you, how you doing, man?
1: Good uh, to be back on. I'm doing great. I appreciate it. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, so, Joe, we're excited to have you on today. You know, obviously, huge headlines in the news recently about uh, the recent student loan developments from, from uh, the Biden administration. So, we wanted to have you on today to give us as much insight as you can, obviously, this is a developing thing that happens all the time uh, or, you know, or I'm sorry that, you know, developing thing that we're sort of working through. Um, But why don't you just, you know, I thought the audience would be really, could really use your insight uh, on what you're seeing right now, what the program looks like. And then again, you know, what, what, what are the steps that people need to be taken? So, you know, I just sort of let you kick it off, man.
2: Yeah. uh, Obviously first things first, you know, as you and I were talking uh, before we started recording, Yvonne, you know, we had expected pretty much everything that was announced to be the plan for a number of months. Um, so in terms of what they actually announced, Um, and the steps that are going to go forward there, you know, we were pretty much ready. What we weren't ready for was um, the Biden administration to announce these uh, developments and then not really give us a roadmap in terms of how individuals are going to benefit from it. Obviously, it'll be rolled out in due time. They're figuring all that out. But, you know... We do know a number of different things. Uh, First and foremost, uh, the federal student loan suspension has been extended through the end of this year, and payments uh, will finally resume in January. So uh, if people were following along with that, I'm sure you were aware if you had federal student loans uh, since March 2020, they put that forbearance into place where monthly payments were not owed, interest was suspended, there was no capitalization on interest, and individuals effectively had their loans set to zero uh, for the last two and a half years. Uh, They told us a number of times throughout the last two and a half years that the suspension was coming to an end, only to extend it again. Uh, But this is the first time they actually announced what a forgiveness package was going to be and uh, gave us some detail there. So what we do know right now uh, and of course when they announced this, it just led to more questions than answers, but we do know a couple different things concretely. Uh, One is the $10,000 sweeping forgiveness for individuals. Uh, You can get up to $20,000 and I'll explain uh, who can benefit from that as we go. But as of right now, if you are an individual making below $125,000 personal income, you will get $10,000 taken off of your federal student loan balance. Uh, If you file jointly with a spouse, uh, and your household income is below 250000 then you will get the $10,000. So if you have a Pell Grant on your student loans, and for those people who aren't aware what a Pell Grant is, it's issued right at the start of uh, getting some money for uh, for university. And uh, basically, it's for individuals who are able to show a financial hardship. Uh, they get an amount of money that they don't need to repay. And they get that initially upfront before filing their FAFSA or right after the filing their FAFSA, sorry. And uh, for those individuals who have a Pell Grant, no matter what the amount is, there's no uh, cutoff for There's no max or minimum. They will get twenty thousand dollars uh taken off their student loan so the ten thousand that's available to everyone and then an additional ten thousand dollars on top of that
1: um Just so quick quick question on, mm-hmm. on sort of the the income side right so you yep. mentioned it's 125 thousand per person filing 250 per per couple does the couple piece matter if they're filing uh, married but separate or married you know jointly you know how, how does that particular part matter? Is it 125 if I'm married but filing separate?
2: Yeah, so that's that's the key point. So it's how you file your taxes. Um so if you're uh signed uh, you know jointly on your taxes, that's how you will get the tw- uh the $10,000 for the household. And then it'd be 250,000 if you uh
1: file single then you will um it'll be 125,000. Got it. And my understanding is it's filing years 2020 or 2021. Is that is that right? Yes. Uh I mean that's just dependent on when you filed uh and everything
2: like that, but yes, it's 2020 year
1: 2021. So, you know, addressing one of the other questions I had was, and, and again, you know, I don't know how much information has come out on this, but I know Parent PLUS loans are part of the forgiveness here. Parent PLUS loans will take the income of the parents, not of the students, for forgiveness. Is, is that how it works?
2: Yes, because the uh, the parents are the ones that took the loans out. They will get the forgiveness. It's all federal student loans. So parent plus loans are taken into account there, uh, but it'll be based off the income of the individual who
1: originated the loan. So it'll be the parent. Gotcha. And, and I think as I was sort of a, looking into it, I know that there was a cutoff point for um, existing students and Students whose parents claim them as a dependent will that the income will have to be based off of the parent. Is that is that also how it works? Yes, that would also be correct. Gotcha,
2: gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, very similar to uh, when
1: they rolled out the stimulus packages over the last two years, how those were um, how those were given out. Is this it? Is this sort of the the last wave? Is is gradfin's stance sort of this is this is the last wave of deferrals for? payments or forbearance for payments um is this the, the the end of the the forgiveness package in terms of the way you all see it
2: So that's the million-dollar question. Um, You know, forgiveness was uh, such a huge talking point in the last election, and um, you know, a lot of campaigns were pretty much built around that being their their main focal point. And you know, part of the reason why I believe that the suspension uh, was pushed out as long as it did is that uh, the Biden administration had a um, had a good out to not have to address people asking for forgiveness because they had the option to continue pushing this uh, forgiveness. So, in terms of whether or not or keep pushing the suspension. My apologies. And now that they finally announced this, you know we'll say we'll have to wait and see uh, how it benefits uh, individuals. Because what I mentioned to a lot of people is, yeah, it's a great headline, but ten thousand dollars and even twenty thousand dollars in some circumstances is really a drop in the bucket in terms of many people's uh, loan balances certainly for your undergraduate borrowers who you know only have thirty forty thousand dollars and i don't mean to say only as if it's not a substantial amount but you know considering that in comparison to individuals who owe 150 dollars 200, even 250 thousand dollars on their student loans you know uh the ten thousand dollars while it makes a difference for those um for those middle class borrowers um that's really who it's aimed for uh, uh, you know, for, your dirt, for your doctors who are pursuing public service loan forgiveness uh, and everything like that, you know, there may be some changes in the pipeline. I think for uh, your average borrowers who didn't pursue anything above an undergrad, this would likely be it. Uh, but uh, it remains to be seen for your higher uh, balance borrowers how things are going to get rolled out in the future. Um, I do know at, at this point they were looking to make some changes to uh, income-based repayment options. Yep. Uh, this is not something that's been that's been set in stone yet, but they were looking to lower um, the percentage of how monthly payments are calculated for income-based repayment off your gross adjusted income uh, from 15 or 10 percent to 5 percent. Again, that's just that's not something that's been set in stone. But uh, to kind of go back to your question and sorry for rambling on it, but, you know, we really just have to wait and see. And that seems to be the answer that um, that we're getting a lot uh, because they announced a lot of this, but didn't necessarily lock in any sort of coherent path for it. So as the months roll on, as we get closer to uh, the end of the year, maybe they'll have a more clear way of the, how this is going to get set in, or maybe how will it get rolled out. But for now,
1: we just have to wait and see. Gotcha. And what happens for those people that you know? maybe they were lucky enough to just have lucky enough, or maybe unlucky enough in this case, mm-hmm. they just finished paying off their student loans?
2: So for federal student loan borrowers, they're actually going to have some options there. Um, They actually can request refunds for the amount of $10,000 or $20,000 to their federal loan servicer. It's completely dependent on situation by situation. But we've coached many people in our consultations. Uh, There's actually an example last week. Of uh, an individual who just had um, who just been making payments throughout the suspension, because for those of people who don't know, and, uh, from now until the end of the year, they actually might be able to to make some damage on their student loans. Everything you pay on your federal student loans right now and has been ongoing since March 2020 goes directly to the principal balance. So there are a lot of people who are in a situation right now where they've been making payments, being responsible on paying back their federal student loans while no interest is being taken into effect here and actually have gotten lower or even completely Paid off their their federal student loan balance, and now they're thinking, "Well, what am I going to do when they roll out this forgiveness? I paid all this money, and you know, is it not going to apply to me?" Actually, it can. Um, so, you can file a request through your federal loan servicer to get a uh, whether it's full refund or partial refund of the amount that's going to be forgiven, transfer back to you. And they've already begun doing that, so uh, people are going to be able to to get some refunds there. Where you might run into a little bit of trouble is if you refinanced your loans uh, in the last two and in, in, in the last two and a half years, because um, You know, a lot of people switch their loans from federal to private, and private are not being taken into account for the forgiveness. Uh, We have to wait and see. Um, Some private lenders may offer refunds, uh, but it's important to manage expectations there. These are private banks who want their money at the end of the day, so uh, some may, some won't. We just have to wait and see on that end. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: You know, in terms of the the income based repayment program, Mm -hmm. right? They're they're considering reducing the. Uh, the percentage. Have you heard anything on the length of term as well?
2: So it's tricky for public service loan forgiveness. The short answer is is not, not yet. Um, I know that this was a repayment option that people have been looking to make changes on for quite a while because uh, there's four different income, um, income-driven income repayment plans out there, income-based, income-contingent, uh, pay-as-you-earn, revised pay-as-you-earn. And I say this all the time on my calls. I've been working here for five years, and I still don't know all the differences between them. Um, so there has been calls for people to uh, make it a little bit more simplified uh, and maybe presenting one or two options. But where you run into trouble there is you don't know how that's going to mess with public service loan forgiveness and for people who are on the income base for payment there. Yeah. Um, I would assume if there is going to be any changes. Uh, those individuals will be grandfathered in um, and not have to worry about it. But uh, the only changes that we've heard um, set in stone so far is the adjusted gross income going down to, to 5%. And I believe there's been uh, some calls for individuals uh, to have their loans forgiven after 10 years. And that may apply to all with federal student loans as well. Um, they want to forgive loan balances after 10 years of payments instead of 20 years uh, for borrowers with, with, lower, with lower balance.
1: Again, that's a case-by-case situation. Gotcha. So where do people sort of start? Right. Like you know, where, 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 do, where, do you, where are you? You know, I know, you You know, at GradFin, you're, you're a pretty comprehensive service as it relates to the student loans. So what are you telling people to, and, and how, how do they start even this process? Sure.
2: Um, so in order to see if you qualify, because believe it or not, there's a lot of individuals right there who haven't, who out there who haven't, uh, Signed into the loan providers in two and a half years with the suspension. So, uh, the first step is to get an idea of what you owe. I'm sure many people out there already have a good understanding of it, but log into your loan providers. Uh, If your loans are federal, they're still set to zero. That way, you know you'll be eligible for the $10,000 forgiveness. Um, A lot of people out there do not know if they have a Pell Grant. Um, so in order to see if you have one of those, again, starts with the same, st- same step, it starts with um, logging into your loan provider and uh, it should be right up front. They'll have uh, you know a breakdown of your loan balance and it'll actually be looks like pie charts when you log in and it'll say one will be your federal student loan balance, and the other will say a Pell Grant. So that way you know you'll be able to get that there. Uh, And then you have an idea of uh, what you're going to get because obviously you know how much you make. In order to apply for the forgiveness, we know that in early October, they will be sending out a portal link uh, for people to apply. So it's not going to automatically count. It may for some people. Again, we just have to see how they're going to roll it out. But for majority of borrowers, um, they're going to have to apply for the forgiveness. Uh, And what we understand is that this portal link will be open from October until the end of next year. So they'll have uh, just about 13 or 14 months in order to apply for the forgiveness um, and once they apply for that the loans uh, the forgiveness should be dispersed in about four to six weeks so that's really important for people to uh, who want to get this forgiveness to do it as quickly as possible because they want to get that ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars forgiven before loans kick back into gear in January so um, you know it's really in their best interest to try to do that uh, by middle of November if not earlier uh, but beyond that, how it's applied to the balance, how monthly payments will be recalculated and everything like that, uh, we don't know yet. We just have to wait and see. Obviously, as we get closer to that date, they'll start to roll it out and we'll have a much more solid understanding. And of course, gradfin, not to do a cheap plug, will um, you know, certainly be upfront about that and be reporting all the updates that we see. So feel free to follow us on social media to get those updates there. But um, you know. Again, we know it's going to be a portal link. We just don't know uh, how
1: it's going to be rolled out beyond that. Gotcha, um, Joe. Sort of as we wrap up, you know, I know there's so much to be, you know, still um, released from the from the administration. Are there any things in particular that you want to make sure that the audience leaves, or any sort of actionable items? I, I, I hear you on, you know, basically make sure you log in, take a look at what you have. And and proceed, you know, in the earlier the time frame, the better, so that things are mm-hmm. kind of wrapped up before the end of the year. But what are, are there any other recommendations that you want to make sure the audience leaves with?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, there's a number of different things, and I and I won't go too long. But the idea is, even if. You know, forgiveness or otherwise, uh, people have benefited from the suspension for the last two and a half years, but it's really time for uh, people to get a good understanding of where they stand. Um, You know, having these educational sessions where you have an idea of what's going on is great, but it's really important to know what's going on with your specific situation um, because. Uh, this forgiveness is going to get rolled out, but what we don't know what's going to happen in the next few months of where refi rates are going to go, because that's when we see uh, you know people are going to be looking to make changes with their student loans. After they get that $10,000 or $20,000, then they're going to look into, well, how can I you know get into a better situation with my interest? How can I get into a better situation with my monthly payment? Uh, that's where refis are going to come into play. And um, although refinancing your loans from federal to private isn't always the best thing to do, and that's why GradFin can coach people through there, and I don't want to sell what we do too heavily, but refinancing... Uh, Refi rates are still relatively low. You know, over the last two and a half years, we really benefited from these uh, very, very low interest rates. They're starting to tick up a little bit, and they will continue to tick up until the end of the year. And after January, we don't really know where they're going to go. Uh, but that's a long ways of saying, you know, our consultations are here to help individuals restructure their loans in a way that benefits them the most. So, Yvonne, uh, you're the one that's referring people our way. Um, you know, any clients of his listening can go to him and he can get you set up. But you know, it's now time to start to get a better understanding of where you're staying with your student loans. So, I'm advising everyone whether they're looking to refinance, whether they want to benefit from the forgiveness, or they're pursuing public service loan forgiveness, or really just generally curious about the situation and what's going on in the marketplace today. Don't be afraid to log into your loan providers because there's a lot of options out there. Even if you're afraid of that balance, you don't even remember what your interest rates are. Um, There's a lot of flexibility in the student loan market in order to lower your monthly payment. It gets you to a better situation. So that's why firms like Gradfin are out there. That's why there's different repayment options out there on the federal side. Um, You know, Have the conversation because it it can end up saving you a lot more money in the long run.
1: Awesome. Well, Joe, I really, really appreciate it. I know this will be the first conversation of, of a couple more uh, as new information gets released from the administration. Mm-hmm. As always, I appreciate you and what Gradfin do for, um, for the community as it relates to, to student loans. Um, and again, appreciate you being on. Have a great rest of the day. And uh, thank you to listening audience for tuning in. Uh, please click subscribe below uh, to find out more about our next podcast. Talk soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the Wealth Style Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.
3: This podcast is for informational purposes only. The information is current at the time of publication. Please note that the information is subject to change. Joe McGrath and Bradfin are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or Opus Private Client and opinions stated are their own. Guardian and its subsidiaries do not issue or advise with regard to student loans. Yvonne Wantanabe is a registered representative and financial advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, PAS. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS, member FINRA SIPC. Financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Hope's private client, LLC, is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Opus Private Client LLC is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Yvonne's California Insurance License 0H44206 Compliance Approval 2022-143067 Expires September 2024